Welcome to the Digital Critical Gaming Podcast. We talk about stuff and you decide and see if we're idiots or not. Uh, today I am joined by Dan Bailey. Hello. Corey Andrews. Hi everyone. And as always, Mikey. I am not an idiot. Hi all! <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I guess us. I'll decide about yeah, that. Yeah, well, you know, it's not up to us, it's up to our listeners. Today's topics include DDoSing, why, who, what it is, why it's stupid, why it shouldn't be allowed. Also, DRM horror stories. Have you ever had a CD key blacklisted? I have! And, to round it all out, our picks of the year for 2014, our favorite games that we encountered. Use it as a shopping list for those Steam sales that are coming up. Ooh, yes. First topic, why don't we talk about DRM? Okay. Oh, no. oh yes. No, no, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> the Sony Root Kits and Star Force and the new DeNovo DRM that's in Dragon Age Inquisition being cracked after only two months. Don't! Oh. oh. So have you ever had a DRM issue or a game go bad and it was because the CD key got blacklisted or you reinstalled it too many times or anything like that. Everyone knows changing a graphics card means you've got a completely new computer. That yes. Is, oh, yes. It's yeah. just basic knowledge yeah. that whole new computer every time you swap something out. And or if you had one of those yeah. bad Seagate one terabyte drives that had like 18 recalls <laughs> and four different firmwares. So every time you finally got everything <laughs> reinstalled, the thing went bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what happened with my Mass Effect CD key. That sounds fun. That was fun. I had to buy the game again because they wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, you I've got three copies of Aspect 1 now. It's <laughs> oh, you too, <laughs> it's huh? kind of ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I... yeah. how do we fix this? Because, let's face it, DRM only keeps the honest people out. It's like a lock on, on your door. DRM. You know, if someone wants to... DRM does not. No, no, it doesn't. Well, the problem is they want to keep people from obviously pirating their games. I totally get that. The problem no is, well, I think that's what it originally <laughs> is for. It's keeping you honest. That's what it's honest for. Um, here's a here's the problem. They used to have you know you had to have the CD. You had to have the CD, and that was your mm -hmm. key. And now we've gone to the digital age where it makes it a, a lot more challenging. I'm not saying I like DMRs, uh, but uh, I, I just don't know, see any way around it right now with our current technology. One thing I think, maybe um, USB sticks. If you could hard like code um, a piece of hardware like USB stick to Ugh. install a game, I know it would it. be... It would, be <laughs> it would be insane, but if they really wanted to stop people from cracking it, I think that would probably be the only way. But let's think about this. The developers want to spend the least amount of money to get you their product, and I think the cheapest method to date is a CD with a little piece of paper that has a code on it. I'll beat you. 
the cheapest way of doing it is digitally and have no CD, uh, yeah, no paper, which is now yes. digitally, no yeah. box exactly. copy to store on a shelf. Well, like like, rewind several like companies. five, ten years ago when we didn't have the the online digital download. I think that yeah. was. Is DMRs necessary with these companies? I don't want to really name them that let you download and you have to log on to their system to get the uh, play the games. Really. Well, with those value ads, because let's face it, those aren't just DRM schemes. For those guys like the steams and the origins i play on mm -hmm. multiple machines they sync my saves they allow yes, me to really install nice. it on multiple multiple machines at the same time granted i can't play them at the same time i have to be logged into mm -hmm. one machine at a time mm -hmm. but right. i have a gaming pc and then i have my notebook when i go to work and i have a little bit of downtime i can get in a quick level on dragon age and because of Origin, it syncs my save, and it lets me have it on two machines at once easily. So I don't necessarily count those as DRM because they allow for much more than just the, did you buy this game legally? Well, yeah, I even, mean, I think even Steam lets you share your content or your games with your family, which with is With the cool. family sharing, yep. I love that. I think pretty much what it comes down to is um drm is added to stop piracy but the more invasive the drm becomes the worse the legal product that is being sold is mm -hmm. making the pirated version where all the drm's been taken <laughs> out a better product i've done that ultimately the only way <laughs> the only way of beating the piracy is by offering a better product than the pirated copy which i think quite frankly the digital versions with all the save synchronization and i mean mass effect 3 okay i bought that and when i went to install it the dvd didn't work yeah Whereas, you, you had a because physically it's on origin, bad disc yeah i had a physically bad disc because but because i had origin i plugged the cd key in that and it allowed me to download it anyway and that's just brilliant mm -hmm. it's just you couldn't get that with a pirated copy. It's just, well, you could because it's downloaded anyway. <laughs> but apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> apart from that small fact, yeah, uh, the online versions are definitely the answer to the whole thing. Also, you know, I just, I don't think it affects sales that much. I mean, look at no. The Witcher, which CD Projekt Red, um, have ne they are staunchly anti-DRM. Mm -hmm. And haven't put DRM in any of the two Witcher games that are coming out and the Witcher game that's going to come out soon. And I don't think it really hit sales particularly badly. No, they've, I mean, they've it was still pirated. quite well. They sold well enough to get a Witcher 3 that's coming out next year. It's Yeah, whereas Spore, okay, which had some of the most ridiculous DRM I have ever seen, it took me eight hours to get past that DRM, only to then have my sister ring up and go, Hey, Dan, I just got this game called Spore, and it's not <laughs> letting me play. Can you fix this? And it's just like, oh, no, I can. It's going to take me a while. But yeah, that, I mean, it did not sell well enough to get a sequel, let's just say. <laughs> and yeah, I think that also it's just, 
Yeah, DRM is a difficult subject, let's say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think largely it's there not for the consumer, but for the stockholders. Yes. In that when developing a game, they have to pitch it to the stockholders, and the stockholders will go, but what are we doing about piracy? To which they go, uh, right. Because they can't say at that point, we're not doing anything because it'll sell better if we don't put any DRM on there. They've got to say, well, we've got to put this, they're going to put some kind of copyright protection on because stockholders usually are not gamers, which is an odd side of the industry. They are investors. Money! And yeah. Money, yeah, money, exactly. Money. mother. And will care more about people not stealing their game as they see it than uh, people being happy with the product once they bought it. Did any of you guys play the Command & Conquer yep. series? I love Command & Conquer. I I think that was probably... Well, I think it, no, the city keys for that game were just horrible because you'd either end up losing them or you'd get them and the servers didn't work or... I don't know. They're They're quite old now, but... I remember losing CD keys and having to run around the house trying to find them and then not getting it to work, and then that was that. Well, CA that. actually put all of them up to Tiberium Sun out mm -hmm. for free, which is yeah. awesome. You can just I get them now. Tiberium. Yeah, That was so fun. Oh, Tiberium Sun's so good. <laughs> I, a lot of people didn't like that. It, it, it was all right. It was a I little liked... different, and I think that's the problem. I liked it. You could go underneath with engineers, pop up and take somebody's base. That was, that was awesome. Fun. Right, yeah. I you just I found grenades. Frisbee I found, grenades. <laughs> <laughs> I found the DRM in that game to be really annoying. Wait, did somebody say you can play that for free? Yeah, no, okay. Uh, like like seven Sorry. years ago when it came out. Or like yeah. fifteen, twenty years ago when the older ones came out when I wasn't alive, but <laughs> oh, you you were around for the first Command and Conquer. You weren't even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. <laughs> but it, they annoyed me. There's no way Wasn't around. Wasn't that just oh. standard CD key stuff, though? It's still a way of... That also DRM. had... Um, it wasn't Star Force, but it was one of those... Secure ROM. Yeah, I think that might have been Secure ROM which is uh, a third-party DRM software that would index your machine to the CD key and then tell EA about it, and you had only so many installs with that CD key before it was revoked, and heaven help you if you installed it on more than a couple machines or had to reinstall it, um, which is what happened to me with Mass Effect, because that also had secure ROM. And my CD key for ME1 got blacklisted because I had a string of bad hard drives that required me to keep reinstalling Windows. Seagate, I still haven't forgiven you for that. <laughs> so I pirated the game. I said, screw it. I'm not going to deal with this. And downloaded a cracked copy, which worked flawlessly. Never had a problem with it. That is always the problem, is that the pirated copies are better copies. It's just... That is unless, the state of it. Unless they crash and, and then you lose Until, all your saved content. <laughs> I've never had a I problem mean, that... with any of the ones that I've pirated. 
And I, I hate to use the term pirated because I actually did buy them. I bought them first. I couldn't get them to run mm. because of the DRM schemes got in the way. Which I think is completely legal if you've already bought the copy and can it's show you bought the copy. More, it's a gray it's area. Very, very, very gray area. It's the same issue with ROMs for um, like old Nintendo yeah. games. If It's still a gray area. You've got the license with the CD key, surely, and so you do. The but it, it's you're the fact getting... that you're you're also sharing it. Like if you were to torrent it, you're also distributing it. It's the factor of distribution. Well, that's when it's illegal. Yeah, you yeah. Don't do that. It it's just a a, gr a total gray area, and yes, it, it's it's an Very. issue. But I've had to do it before just to get the game to work. <laughs> Why? Just <laughs> we could oh. talk. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, here's my chance to plug GOG again because this is awesome. Because I managed to get all the Heroes of My Magic Five had one of those in. Uh, I wish I GOG give me money, please. Uh, 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 awesome. uh, 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 GOG <laughs> give digital critical gaming money. That way, I can yeah. spread the wealth plug around. That too, but and mostly Dan can me. get a Just... new mic. <laughs> if you give me free games, I'll talk about. You, it. If we can get some review samples, you know how samples. hard it is to find. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to find new Guitar Hero mics these days? They don't make them anymore. <laughs> it's okay. So we'll I, get you a better have... mic than that. I, I will send you my Zoom what? H1 if you are willing to pay for customs. I don't, I don't know if they allow that to get out of the United States, do they? Anyway, yeah, Harris Magic 5 had some of the worst and most invasive DRM I have ever seen. That actually, that's one of the ones that was had this nice side effect of inviting and leaving back doors open for fire viruses to come in which was nice and went onto your computer whether you wanted it or not luckily GOG just released the entire Heroes of Might Magic collection on their thing and so I got a nice DRM free copy of Heroes of Might Magic 5 so I can finally play that game virus free <laughs> and not have to worry which is about great. anything yeah um that's the other thing is apart from the atrocious voice acting well that's part of the charm and all of that of <laughs> games of that era because that, that's also part of the problem is the root kits. And Sony had this with some of their audio CDs. You put the CD in to make a, an MP3 copy of it. Oh, yes. It would install this backdoor, super low-level program called a root kit. Even Windows didn't even know it was there. That's how yeah. low-level it is. <laughs> it is analogous to a virus or malware because... Windows didn't know about it. Antiviruses didn't know about it. It phoned home and told Sony what you were doing, and it gave them virtually complete control over your computer just by putting a CD in to copy music to your iPod. Hmm. What could possibly be wrong with that? Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is a form of DRM, because that was checking to see what mm -hmm. you were doing with the music. Which I don't necessarily have a problem with. You know, I as a content creator, I don't want people redistributing my content. I mean, it has the side effect of getting us more viewers, but it also has the other side effect of <laughs> I can't track these viewers to tell my advertisers if I had any, hey, we get these many views and these many likes on our Facebook page, and we have this much site traffic. If you 
value add with us and let us use some advertising and give us some money, we can generate this much traffic to your product. Well, the problem is, even though sharing is caring, I can't track it, so I can't go to them and say, this is how much we need to get from you in order to to get get the appropriate funds. So that's also part of the problem. Mm-hmm. It's just... DRM needs to go away. It it, mm-hmm. it needs to be it, that that <clears throat> fondly looked of era in the early to mid two thousands, where no one really quite knew how to do this online stuff just yet, and everyone <laughs> was knee jerk reacting to piracy. Well, we're also seeing a lot of games that require online access now. Well, especially like with uh, the Xbox, they were about to like last year. Oh yeah, um, online only. Mm. Like you, you needed to have online so that it could ping home and say, "Okay, this is a legit copy." Okay, this is a legit uh, copy, so that it could just keep going. Right. Um, if they did that for PC, I don't know. That might be guaranteed. You have MMOs that require a constant internet connection, but. Uh, if you're if you're on the on the go or on travel or something, having that requirement might be a, another hinder as well. Oh, definitely. And I have a problem with that. With Blizzard games are notorious for it. I mean, I've had some internet pro- problems a couple of months back, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to try playing some StarCraft Two single player, and yeah, that's always online for no mm. reason. And I can understand. Yeah. I can understand doing. You don't even. The thing is, you don't even need. Uh, um, to actually buy the game to do the single player if you were attached to the online thing you can just sign in as a guest which is kind of ridiculous but yeah you can't play it if you bought the game and want to play it offline which that's just mad if you are it's just the fact you don't need to have bought a copy and can play online but yeah you can't play if you've bought the copy that's nuts that's weird (laughs) (laughs) The way I always put that kind of phone home in checks to see if it's legit thing, um, as someone that's been fond of the Navy, um, if you're in a submarine and you're deployed for 90 days to six months, possibly even longer in case of uh, emergencies, um, you're under the water. There's no way for your notebook to phone home bt phone home so yes. sorry i had to <laughs> what happens two months in when you can't phone home and it goes sorry your only source of entertainment is now cut off <laughs> that would suck. So... yeah well that's when you go back to command and conquer one <laughs> actually i know but... a lot of service members that actually do just that because they don't want to have to deal with that <laughs> crap <laughs> yeah i don't blame them no. i mean i i know of many game boys and stuff like that that are still in service just because they know <laughs> that awesome. they're not gonna break the stuff's gonna work and they don't have to worry about this phoning home and getting locked out mm-hmm. and i think just as time goes on and the digital age moves on further because as I said, it's not the gamers 
it's the stockholders who are pushing this whole thing. And I think that as they become more comfortable with the um, online services such as Origin and Steam or whatever, they will pull back the level. I mean, we've seen it happen in the last five years mm -hmm. or so. They've been pulling back massively on the amount of DRM that's going. And so much so I don't think EA actually won Worst Company of the Year this year. You are correct. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> well done, EA. It was Comcast this year that got Worst Company of the Year. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, thinking about it, um, most of the EA games, have they not required you to install Origin and register your copy with Origin, which if I remember That's correctly, requires an internet uh, connection. It would, if you have, let's say, for instance, you're playing um, Need for Speed, one of the newer Need for Speeds, like Carbon or one of those that's on there. Mm -hmm. It only phones home the first time you install it. So, okay, once so that you initial download con it, launch it, yeah. boom, you're done. That's it. Unless you want to go online and play the multiplayer, which... It's online multiplayer. I mean, there's only one way of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if it's a single-player game, you can do offline, and it doesn't care. It just, just, just plays. Steam, on the other hand, um, that's a lot dodgier. Some stuff works in offline mode. Some stuff doesn't, and it's really hard to figure out which ones work <laughs> and which ones don't. <laughs> That's Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Problems with being the, the biggest, I suppose. Yes, yeah, Steam is a pretty big fish in the pond, I'd mm -hmm. say. Right. Moving on to our other topic. I think we've beaten the DRM horse to death. <laughs> Poor. Poor, Poor horse of DRM. Actually, no, it deserves everything it yeah. gets. It deserves it, all. It, it needs to die in a fire. <laughs> yeah. Poor DRM. Why am I saying poor DRM? Speaking of dying poor. in a fire, DDoSing. Woo. Yay. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's non-favorite. I have one thing to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just, it, it's the yeah. it's the method. I don't get it. It's the only method of making you realize that you need a break and that you shouldn't have been playing World of Warcraft Actually, for five hours. It, it makes you wonder why, you know, when, when these people that do this, their parents were thinking of having a child. Why didn't it just say no? It's like, why were you even born? Don't. Don't do stupid things. Well, let, let, let's take a couple of steps back uh, and let's explain uh, what DDoSing is. DDoS stands for a Distributed Denial of Service Attack. And any listeners who are wondering, no, we're not going to explain how it's done. Well, or, or how to do it, <laughs> rather, because we don't need you to learn. I would know anyway. It involves viruses and other people's computers, and they get taken over and do it for them. Um, but... Think of it this way. Uh, there's a contest, and you see it in the newspaper, it's in radio, it's on everywhere you go, and you could win a million dollars every year for life. Wouldn't you want to enter that in, enter that contest? The phone number on it is, a, is mistakenly put in as someone's house number, a residential number. So you got hundreds of thousands of people calling this poor house the phone's ringing off the hook. Of course, no one can get through 
because so many people are trying to call this number and the num the and that that residential it's just one phone and everybody keeps calling that one phone and it can only answer one call at a time that's what a ddos attack is in the computer world you have hundreds of thousands of computers all going to this one website going hey are you there hello and it can only answer that so many times a second before it gets overwhelmed. And then what happens usually is it goes offline because it just can't keep up. And it goes, ah, and throws its hands up in the air like it just doesn't care and shuts off, <laughs> essentially. My favorite analogy, as I explain it to my friend, is trying to get 10,000 people through one door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It just <laughs> doesn't happen. It. No. no. <laughs> and the reason why it happens is because a lot of people get upset when someone else is having a good time for some reason. <laughs> World of Warcraft just had a rather large expansion, Warlords of Draenor. On top of there, we just launched this massive expansion, Woes, where there was server downtime, there was maintenance issues, there was patch after patch after patch, they were also getting DDoSed. There were times when people couldn't log into the game for hours because of this. Because someone wanted to show off or get a little bit of entertainment out of the misery of others and not necessarily send a message because I don't think that one was sending a, a necessarily a, an activist message like uh, Anonymous or um, what recently happened to Able Gamers uh, charity, um, where they just, it, it just detracts from everyone else trying to play their game. This has mm -hmm. happened to SWOTOR as well. They, have, they got DDoSed around the same time as well as uh, a couple of months previous to that. Elder Scrolls had a DDoS. Origins had a DDoS. Steam's had a DDoS where it was down for almost a full day. And why do people do this stuff? Uh, it's a very good question. I don't know. Um, I don't understand it. Personally, I have limited time to play, and if I go play an MMO and it's it's being attacked, I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. So you know, if they're trying to get my support on whatever you know their message, you're not getting it. You're getting just angry, anger not at the company because it's not the company's fault. I'm mad at you doing right. it. You know, say it's Bob doing it. I'm mad at Bob. I mean. Personally, I don't it, – it's just – it's stupid. It's like somebody in the water fountain before you putting their gum on the spigot <laughs> there. So now you've got yeah. germs and you're not going to have it. So it, it makes no sense. It's just silly. It's juvenile. It really is. And that's – It's interest, It's interesting to see, though, how many people actually go and attack the company. Um, on the forums because of their servers being down, even though it's not the company's fault. Mm -hmm. well, here's something else I, I've, I've wondered. It's possible. If, say, their company's having problems with the server, they can just claim it's a DDoS attack. We wouldn't really know. We would. um, there's, yeah. We would? 
Oh, okay. I didn't and know. Here's yeah. how we would know. The ISPs themselves would say, wait, that's not a DDoS. It's not our fault. Be- oh, okay. Not to mention there's ways of tracking the that too yeah. online. Is there, okay. So I didn't know. I you thought, track the what ISPs a wonderful way for the a, company to go, oh, wonderful. Usually with a DDoS, you can see that it's the same IPs over and over and over again, just basically okay. hitting refresh until the computer breaks. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you can usually trace it pretty easily. It's Yeah. It, it's one of those things where financially, for the shareholders and that kind of thing, if you're getting DDoSed, you're going to tell people you're getting ddosed if it's not a ddos you're not going to tell them it's a ddos and blame it on something that it isn't because then then you start to get into the financial waters with um the federal trade commission and all of that kind of stuff gotcha all right that makes sense because what a lot of people don't realize is these servers aren't connected to for instance blizzard the isp they're connected to cognizant level three um and a couple others that are major backbones of the internet we're talking the things that connect the east coast to the west coast Mm -hmm. how often are these people caught or are they it's very hard to track because almost all of these infected machines because that's how it it happens is there's a virus that goes out it gets into all these machines around the world because they're either unpatched versions of Windows, because they're the hacked versions that are in China and Russia. That's where most of these come mm-hmm. from. Um, so all a script kitty has to do, it's not even real hacking. You can buy these programs. Yeah, it's not hacking yeah, at all. No. <laughs> you, just... you can buy these programs. You can rent these, um, they're called botnets, because the computers have been compromised to an extent that they can just phone in and say we want this these computers to attack this site and it just does it um you can go in and rent them and pay the hackers or the script kitties whatever label you want to use you can just pay them money and rent it out and because it's in russia and china and all these unregulated areas there's not much that you can do to actually stop it What happens, though, is you need to look at it. If you're getting attacked, there are ways to stop it. But you have to look at all the traffic. You have to see what kind of attack it is, because there's different flavors of DDoS attacks. You need to look and see what's coming in, and that takes time. That might take half a day, a day, a day and a half. If they're rotating their attacks, it may take even longer. Um, and then the ISPs can filter that stuff out. The problem, though, is it takes time. That's mm-hmm. why WoW was down for a bit of time on, I think it was the Saturday. It was just, it, it was just down. Everything was down as far as Blizzard was concerned. Who is uh, responsible for checking this and going after these people? It's an... It's not the companies because it's no, the it's, internet it, issue. It, the problem is it happens across international borders. So it's uh, a diplomatic, militaristic, oh you know. Gosh. 
some yeah. type of e either the Welcome to the, the world um not the 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 world version of the um federal trade commission um world monetary fund i think um okay. they're the ones that would have to get involved and it hasn't reached a monetarily big enough point yet for them to really crack down. This would be something like when Russia wants to join the European Union for the euro, that it's a big issue. That was one of the things that the European Union was all iffy about, was just the general security of the infrastructure over in Russia. And the sad thing is, there's not much that you can do about it from over here in either America, Canada, the European Union. I mean, it's one of those things where China, Russia, and all of those countries just mm -hmm. need to get their act together, <clears throat> unfortunately. And I don't think they necessarily want to. It's of no benefit yeah, to no. them to crack down on it. So. No, I mean... What's we're we're talking about the places where making counterfeit iPhones and all that kind of thing is um, the uh, the thing to do. That's how they make a lot of their money yeah. is by making counterfeit stuff. Well, if you have that kind of culture, they're not going to care. They're not going to try to fix it, unfortunately. And I don't know how to get around it other than saying... We need to figure out who's buying or renting these botnets to do these DDoSes and go after them. Because someone's got to be funding, that. someone's got to be buying this stuff. Because no... I think... Go ahead. I think ultimately it's a problem that will solve itself. I mean... If you look back in 2008, that was the birth of the hacktivist movement with everyone going, oh, look, this is a new cool thing we can mm. do. And people put it towards, you know, you've got Anonymous coming together. You've got giant unified groups of people thinking, yes, we've got this target. We will take this down. Everyone feels justified. But now it's everyone attacking everyone. So it's just yeah. like, I think as it becomes worse and worse and more petty, it'll go from this is a cool thing we can do to come on guys this is just lame <laughs> it'll just as it gets just it'll be it'll be a fad more and more frowned on it'll be it'll it, happen i hope so still because i hope that's the case the yeah yeah i mean people are still stealing from each other and like people are bastards to each other all the time and have been since the birth of humanity and before <laughs> it's just yeah but i i do think that like we will see we've seen the peak and it will go down. I, I, it's, I hope that's the case because it has gone from like, yeah, I can get behind that. To, oh, come on, guys. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. It used to be, oh, let's go DDoS or attempt to DDoS the CIA because they're doing all of these bad torture things. That's what the anonymous thing was. Um, now mm -hmm. it's, we don't like their, that the color of their, uh, icon on their twitter handle let's let's DDoS <laughs> them i mean these guys changed the stats on my sniper rifle yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. much yeah. i don't like what they're doing to yeah. this game let's ddos them yeah no just don't 
<laughs> and I think it comes largely from people who feel powerless. I think it's like disempowered teenagers mostly who feel they can make by doing this they've made some kind of impact on the world and really they need counseling more than anything else it's like <laughs> well if you yeah. want to make an impact on the world go talk to able gamers it's a charity that helps people with disabilities ranging from um physical disabilities like they they got born with a deformed hand or um, they're a, a war vet who unfortunately got into some some serious incident of some kind and is missing an arm or something like that, to even someone like Dakota, um, one of the raid leaders in the Tor Wars Guild. He has a slight form of colorblindness. Well, Able Gamers helps with that kind of situation. So if you want to make a difference, go talk to them. You can donate time, you can donate money, or if you are good with computers and programming, you can help the developers. They work with developers on colorblind modes, on um, text size and control schemes. So it'll actually help the people who want to play games but have issues playing games. Be a force for good and don't be a dick. <laughs> I think it's something we can all get behind. That's our motto. That's our motto. <laughs> don't that be should a be licensed dick. to internet then. Yeah. Really. yeah. There, there should be some kind of good citizen netizen clause saying don't be a dick. And you come across a in the middle of the desert and it's flipped over. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> well, we don't have to go to that kind of extremes, but do no evil does come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do anything you wouldn't want done mm -hmm. to yourself. It's as simple yeah. as that. I mean, how pissed off do you get when you can't access the internet for a day because cable went out or some stupid thing? Oh, I'd lose my mind. I, I can't even go without it for an yeah. hour. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about something that people actually depend upon. So, yeah. don't go screwing around with other people's access to stuff online. Just don't. There's other ways of doing and at, things. At the same time, don't take it for granted. Be very glad that you have these resources because there are other people out there that don't. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you ruin it for someone who has it, you're also kind of taking away from someone who doesn't have it at the same time. Anyway, yeah. And I also think that us as gamers need to be more tolerant when a blizzard or an ea or one of those guys says we're experiencing a ddos we're trying to work as fast as we can to get this stuff up for you because they want to play the games too they don't want mm -hmm. to be stuck at work for a 20-hour shift while they try to fix this stuff they want to be home playing games with you know their families just as much as we want to be online playing games with our families don't take down the Warcraft Reddit in protest. <laughs> oh, that's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> Speaking of another topic, we're going to go through our top, uh, say, three to five games of the year. 
These aren't necessarily in a specific order. These aren't necessarily the best games. These aren't necessarily the highest rated games. These are the ones that we found that we had the most fun with. Because we want to end happy. And this will be... That this will be a, a nice change. Let me get my, my clipboard over here. I'll go first. I'm going to start off with Watch Dogs. Fun open world game. Um, different setting than almost any other game. It's set in Hong Kong. It's a lot of kung fu fighting. Not so much guns. It's not... Sleeping dogs. Uh, yeah, sleeping dogs. I don't want Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was like, Watch Dogs? Watch Dogs is in Chicago, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was originally supposed to be set in New York. But I, You know, I think I got a bit confused. I don't think Sleeping Dogs came out in 2014, unfortunately. Good enough. Sleeping yeah. Dogs is awesome. It needs to be talked it, about it, more. It really does. It's an excellent <laughs> game. Also, Transistor from the guys that did Bastion. Wonderful storytelling. Great graphics in that. Had a blast. Wasteland 2, the game that started the Fallout franchise, is back with a second installment. Epic game. Need to get Hundreds it. of hours worth of gameplay right there. Really interesting story, and it's also a Kickstarter success. So that's always a good thing. Hooray! Hooray! Rounding out my list is The Wolf Among Us. That story Oh my gosh. Um, every character is well fleshed out. Voice acting was superb. It's a telltale game, so it may not be the most challenging as far as gameplay goes, but it still had its fun moments. It still had its serious moments, and it was just a well fleshed out title. I played it several times over, experiencing the different story options in it. I don't know, I would say, gameplay-wise, it is very hard, because pushing those... It's just not the gameplay you're usually looking for. It's like pushing the conversations in the direction you want them to go. That's bloody hard! It's just like... It's a social interaction gameplay rather than straight-up gameplay. See, I just go with it's... the flow and pick what I think is a, is the, the option. I always play it like I'm actually in this situation... And what option would be I always, what I would pick. I always mean to do that, and the game wants me to do that. Then I get it wrong and control escape and reload from the beginning of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before it saves. <laughs> no, that was the wrong one. Escape, escape, escape. Do over. Yeah, no, 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 that's no. <laughs> Insert no, no cat here. There was a bit in chapter three that I must have redone about 15 times. And it, it wouldn't have made any difference. It's just whether I end up winning a fight or being a pacifist. And I kept going between these two bits. And just like, should I just take the punch or should I fight back? And it's just I kept swinging between the two. I know what <laughs> yeah. part you're talking Both about. Us awesome. Well, Dan, since, since you're yeah. talking about it, why don't you uh, go next with your list? Okay. Uh, I would say another Telltale game is Walking Dead Season 2 came out this year. That was mm. bloody good. I'd say it's not quite as good as Walking Dead Season 1, but the character you play as in this one, it got me so invested in that character in the last one, I just, I need to basically make sure she's okay. 
it's just like at this point it's just like no please no more bad things and it, it wasn't okay i'm just gonna give away that spoiler it's not okay the walking dead games are cruel and mean and awesome and hit you right in the feels <laughs> <laughs> okay um i would also say uh Run returns dragonfall Ooh, good one now technically this is an expansion but it's an expansion in that they pretty much reworked the entire campaign it's completely different from the original different story entirely shadow run returns yet different story entirely it added companions dialogue options um pretty much everything that was missing from the basic shadow run returns which again is another kickstarter success so hooray for kickstarter successes but it was a very basic linear game the first yes it one. was um and i would say um my third would have to be dragon age inquisition which is just awesome and i am still playing it and it's still good and it's one of those games i've completed it once already and gone straight back to the <laughs> beginning and yeah i regret nothing and it's awesome and that's why you um, haven't been on Teamspeak. speak can't talk isolated dan's being all anti-social in thetas anti-social and I meant to be someone other than a dwarf for my second playthrough, but I dwarfed, oh, and I can't help that. <laughs> You're addicted to so the dwarf. If, if anyone wants a really, really interesting playthrough, play a elf mage. It's, it, it's interesting. Everyone hates you for either, either your <laughs> racial choice or your your a class class choice. I feel like that'll be my first choice. Is picking, uh... Corey, why don't, why don't you go next? If, if your mommy buys it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you know Corey. what? I am not buying things because uh, some you're people... You're a college kid and you're broke. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> you're paying $30,000 a year for uh, college. Maybe yeah, more so, than that, right? Well, I'm paying too much for my education. Okay, all right. Worth. We won't it, discuss that. Sorry. It's way worth it. <laughs> I enjoy, I'm on number what? Number five of my education? Anyway. Um, games, Destiny? games, games. Yeah, World uh, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny was definitely a top list item. We all know that great MMO. Cough, cough. Um... <laughs> what else do we have? I know this one wasn't 2014. It came out last. Around this time was Rise, uh, the Roman game for the Xbox The PC one. version just that recently was came out past couple of months, so I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, Hooray, loopholes! <laughs> that was um That was a great game. It was a very interesting historical story. Um, what other ones do we have? Obviously, World of Warcraft was brand new. The uh, the uh, the expansion, Warlords of Draenor. I've been loving that. I've been playing a little bit too um, much of that myself. Yes, <laughs> I think my exam should come first, and they are not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Another failed student. Way to go! Wow. You know what? I don't really know uh, many other games. I haven't really been playing much other than uh, World of Warcraft. So I only, I think I only have three on the list today. That's, nice. That's cool. Um, other than, yeah, no, I, I think those are the only ones well, I can say. Well, you can say. catch up now that you're yeah. on your uh, winter break. 
Yes, absolutely. Thank you to uh, winter break. We have a few uh, <laughs> few resting weeks. We can catch up on World uh, World of Warcraft there. Mikey. Well, Civilization Beyond Earth. I really enjoyed the game. Oh, forgot about uh, that. Yeah, they just had it, a, it's a um, very good game. Uh, balance pass. So some new features and some some fixes you know, and things like that. I haven't quite checked all that out yet, but because I've been uh, kind of sucked into another game that Dan already talked about, um, the uh, gosh, can I think? Dragon Age Dragon. Inquisition. But unfortunately for me, I started. Um, single player had a blast with it it was a lot of fun and then somebody said let's play multiplayer yeah i kind of got sucked into that and i'm still there have you unlocked everything but, uh, yet everything's unlocked um i got two classes almost with their final armor oh, uh man. yeah i've played perilous and it, it's a lot of fun but you want to play with people and know what they're Which doing we don't uh i Usually play not uh, us, then, yeah. the middle the middle tree. It's escaping the, the middle difficulty. Uh, threatening, I think it's threatening, and I've played that to death. I I usually play that as soon as my characters are level eight, then I'll bump it up to threatening. I can threatening's easy actually now. Perilous still pretty hard as long as you have a, a very competent. You need group. to have the balance and, for that one. And you need to be all 20s, too. Now, people can do it with less, and I'm sure they're very good at it. But I've uh, promoted several characters, and each time I do, I notice a significant difference that they are getting much stronger, which, since they're unlimited, may, may boggles my mind how powerful you'll be later on. I'm sure they'll <laughs> cap it eventually. Yeah, it's going to have to be something cap. I think I have four or five times on different mages, so I got the willpower up, and then, of course, a couple times on tank, and once or twice on, yeah, twice on a hunter. So I've got lots of different uh, things going on. It's a lot of fun. My favorite class is probably the uh, Enchanter and the uh, Necros. Those are my two favorite classes. Of course, they're mage. But anyway, off that one, <laughs> my third choice I don't know if you allow this one. The Star uh, Star Wars um, expansion. Well, yeah, the Shadows of Revan yeah, or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's expansion. a major expansion. I, so. Warlords of I liked it. Star Wars expansion. I did play the WoW one for an hour, and I realized there's nothing new. It's just meh. I wasn't real fond of where they were going. <laughs> well, they were going back in time to the same freaking thing I did the first expansion. It's like, eh. hey, if you if you don't want to play it, that's okay. You can give me all your gold, all your. I'm <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> I'll I will play it eventually, but right now, you know, I got civilization waiting on me. I got this game. I've got uh, Dragon Age, and I also got Star Wars. I got. That there's only yeah, so many times to play. One of them's me right now. So, yeah, it's just like, wow, so much. So, uh, I do need to play it before my uh, six months goes out. Did you ever get a chance yeah. to start your garrison? Because I think that's when things really start to pick up. I started it, and I was very disappointed. And I'm thinking, really? They did this in Star Wars. You, you, know, you got to uh, keep whatever. it going. It gets all, it, it gets better. 
one thing I was kind of yeah. disappointed about was sorry I'm, I'm interrupting you here. Oh, you're fine. I'm done pretty much. Was the uh, the 500 limit credit of Garrison? Oh, in the um, chest. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed, but you know what? Okay, you got to be on every couple of days yeah, to check not, it. It makes that's sense. That's not too bad. There's a ten thousand. Ten thousand limits in your backpack if on those garrison resources. Or I think it may even be a hundred thousand. It's a lot of uh, thousands anyway. Yeah. Just maybe make it that limit. Because <laughs> if you're it's gone just for to a make year, you pick them up rather than. That's... Yeah, but I can see why they'd want people logging in regularly. I mean, I dread to think how maybe many. Maybe if they made it how once much a I've week, got. I think that would be a lot better, instead of once every three yeah, days I can or see something that. like that. I think it's. Uh... But it's five hundred. I guess I don't know what you're going to talk about. There's, um, the way the garrisons work is there's a resource pool for it called resources. Yeah, I saw that um, part. And there's, every day you get like 100, 120 per day in this little box next to your main tent. And you, ha you have to um, you log your character in and click on it to get those resources. Oh, right. So... If you don't do it and it gets to the cap, well then it's you're you're losing out basically. So you have to log gotcha. in every couple of days, go over, get your five hundred or up to five hundred resources, and then yeah. on, all, on your all your characters, and then go around um, around and <laughs> do whatever it is you're doing. Ugh. I think they should have made it account wide. Yeah. Yes, account wide. Yes. I was disappointed well, like, to find like out it wasn't account out. wide. If you, if they just like they, they, a, they said no. That they, they said on a on a mm -hmm. live stream that they will not. Ah, ah. You know, it would be cool if they had the companions that you send on missions. That would be an awesome opportunity for uh, for a phone app. Because when you're at work, okay, my companion is done after an hour. Okay, let me just quickly go on my phone. Okay, let's do another That's mission. That's a topic for another podcast. Absolutely. Because we, we, we could start a whole new podcast on that. So oh, we'll, yeah. we'll save that for next time. The Garrison Cast. The Garrison Cast. The garrison. <laughs> Guess I better do something. And also, <laughs> coming up soon will be the spoiler episode where we talk about Dragon Age Inquisition story. So. Oh, oh I just looked. It's not oh, even thank Christmas God, I am yet. Bursting. I, even have I am it. bursting with Dragon Age stuff, and it's needs to go let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about Dragon Age there was a release this year of Donkey Kong Country on the Wii U I don't have a Wii U oh it looks amazing Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. I love Donkey Kong Country that was one like my favorite game well I think <laughs> it's time to wrap up this train that's going <laughs> off its rails <laughs> extremely <laughs> fast so for Anyways, Dan Bailey, Corey uh, Andrews, John Wyatt, a.k.a. Mikey, and myself, Kyle. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for rating us on iTunes. That really helps. I know last right. episode we had some issues where it didn't show up on the list, but people were still able to download it. I don't know what's going on with that. I'll have to figure it out. <laughs> I blame Corey. Oh, thanks. You know, I actually just got it all working on my computer. Oh, we blame Kanem. Yeah, he's not here either, but that's all right. Whatever. Bye, Kanem! It's all Kanem's fault. So for these jokers and myself, happy gaming, good luck, have fun, see you next time. Bye!
Peace out. Take care, everyone.